So hello everybody, my name is Brian Wenger. This is the Small Bees Kaizen podcast, episode 20. So if you're joining us for the first time, it's really a warm welcome. You're listening to the show where we like to inspire you and uh, share some ideas of how you can improve your business going forward. Now, as we know, it goes without saying that a lot of the improvements in business come up as a result of innovation. And innovation at the heart of innovation is ideas. So today, we're going to be talking about the subject of idea generation using a fantastic online tool that is called IdeaScale. So it's not often that uh, on the Small Biz Kaizen podcast, this is episode 20 already, it's not often that we get the privilege to talk to a president of a company. So today, I have the great pleasure to welcome and introduce Rob Hone, who's the president and the co-founder of IdeaScale. So Rob, welcome to the podcast, man. Brian, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Fantastic. Thank you. So as you heard me uh, mention right at the beginning on this show, we really like to cover inspirational ideas in terms of business improvement. And what a better way to tackle that, uh, that to talk about your product, IdeaScale. So just as a, as a first step, can you just briefly tell us and our listeners about yourself a little bit and mostly as well about your company, IdeaScale? Sure, sure. Um, uh, it, it's actually pretty, uh, I think your listeners will love our story. It's, it's awesome. fun. Uh, awesome. we, we started in 2003 actually, uh, with a different product called questionpro.com, which is an online survey tool. Um, and just like all American tech companies, it started in a garage with a T1 line <laughs> and, um, a bunch of household computers for servers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and question pro is basically at the time, it was a big deal. I mean, people could create a survey with just a point-and-click interface on the web. They didn't need a programmer. Yeah. Uh, and that was pretty revolutionary. Uh, in addition to that, what was really exciting, and, and we didn't realize till later was exciting, is that it was a SaaS-based tool. So essentially, okay. it was a software-as-a-service yeah. uh, tool. You didn't have to install any uh, software mm-hmm. on your own company servers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a big deal. I mean, basically, we were doing the uh, SaaS or ASP before anyone even knew what it was. I mean, it was before it was cool. You know, that's what we always say. <laughs> um, so uh, flash forward to about two years ago, we, we, we've been constantly running into this problem in market research where we're trying to figure out how to quantify our qualitative data. In other words, um, for your listeners, I have a comment box. Yeah. And people leave comments. Um, if I get 5,000 comments, 10,000 comments, how do I sort through that and find yeah. any meaning exactly. in that and um, try to implement any time of continuous improvement there? Sure. Um, and we came up with the idea, uh, we were kind of inspired by all these crowdsourcing projects out there. Mm-hmm. We came up with the idea of creating a, actually a question type in uh, our survey tool that allowed people to vote on other pieces of open-ended feedback. Um, and that's how IdeaScale was born. It was actually born as a question type in our survey tool. Awesome. Um, and that evolved into its own product. And then it evolved into its own company, which is now IdeaScale. Uh, and, that, and that's basically where we are today. That, that's the short story. Brilliant, brilliant. I love the name, by the way, IdeaScale. I really thought it's, it's, it's really Thank catchy. You. Awesome. So 
just just right there, um, Rob, for our listeners, can you just explain what exactly is IdeaScale? Yeah, so IdeaScale is basically um, a dig style community for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is that anyone can use crowdsourcing to increase the value of the feedback they get from their customers. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, give them an activity to do. So people, so one of your, one of your listeners um, may create an idea scale community and invite their, uh, their customers or end users to the site and they can submit a piece of feedback or an idea, um, you know, positive or negative, mm-hmm. and anyone else can vote that idea up or down, and then also implement a discussion around that. Um, and there's obviously tons of other features that you can do with it, but that that's basically idea scale in a nutshell. Absolutely. You know, it touches on um, in episode 19, which is actually the, the last episode we released this, this week, actually, I was just sharing some thoughts with my listeners about some methods to use to gather what I was calling customer intelligence. You know, what is the voice of the customer? What are the customers saying? Sounds to me like this is, one tool that definitely, you know, falls into that uh, sphere as well, would you say? Oh, definitely. Exactly. Mm. And, and, and you, you probably you talk about this continuous improvement thing a lot. And it's funny, you know, we, we get so engrossed in this and we're so, we evangelize it so much, but sometimes we take a step back and we realize that people still just aren't doing that yet. Um, (laughs) Even as simple as just asking people at the end of a support call or at the end of a purchase, yeah. How did you find out about us? And was there anything else we could do to improve it? I mean, that's simple. You don't need any software to do that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and and pe- people just aren't doing that yet. And it's, um, I find it really addicting because we, we, uh, we operate with a lot of the same principles that you talk about on your show every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could probably do another podcast interview about it, honestly. Sure. Um, but, you know, lis- listening to each and every customer mm-hmm. um, and, and improving on the product every day uh, like I said, it, it can really be addicting once you start to see the advantages of it. Absolutely. One of the early campaigns I used to use on the show was always to say, you know, in continuous improvement, it's really all about the basics because the basics in business always hold true. And what you just said, I think epitomizes that exactly. Got to listen to what your customers mm-hmm. are saying, and that's going to be the fuel for your continuous improvement. Awesome, man. So that's right. So can I, can I just understand, and for our listeners as well, what, what was really the inspiration behind starting this project? I know you have taken us through the kind of process that you guys have been since 2003, but what gap had you seen in the market and, and how, would, how did it inspire you guys to really say, look, this is something we want to take to fruition? Yeah, and, and again, I, I touched on it a little bit. Um, that frustration with sorting qualitative data was mm-hmm. the initial inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had noticed a lot of other companies trying to trying to solve that problem. The, the gap that we saw was that people, people couldn't really create any type of crowdsourcing endeavor easily on their own. Sure. We saw a lot of things coming out, you know, like, I mean, look, Wikipedia, that's millions of users. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. how, do I, how do I get the guy down the street that just has a taxi cab company to, to crowdsource feedback, mm-hmm. you know, from his 10 customers? That, that, that was the gap that we wanted to fill. We wanted to try to make it easy for anyone to um, implement uh, feedback and crowdsourcing quickly and easily uh, at all levels, uh, not just a big, you know, Amazon.com or something like that. We wanted to, to, to try to serve the small business. And, and 
and again, you know, we're we're really big on SaaS based software, so mm-hmm. we're able to capitalize on that margin. Uh, we make the the tool easy to use, so our support costs are low, and uh, you know, it's a multi tenant uh, installation of the tool. So, so that that's essentially it in a nutshell. Trying to make it easy for anyone to to collect feedback. Yeah, and I, and I can vouch for that because I did sign up for, uh, and I will we'll cover that um, a little bit on. There is a, a, a free sign up actually to test drive this tool. It's really very easy. In, in mm-hmm. five minutes, I'd set up really interesting questions which I wanted to throw out there. So, yeah, yeah, it's really really <laughs> intuitive to use. Awesome. So you mentioned quite a few times now the term crowdsourcing. Now I've heard this several times, but this is one of the key concepts behind your product, isn't it? But what is really crowdsourcing? How do you define that? And where where are we coming from? Where is it heading to, kind of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's funny. We actually had this realization like a year or two later after we were running this company for a while um, that we use crowdsourcing. People love crowdsourcing. It's exciting. And, you know, anyone can bring a group of people to your site the mm. first time and say, Oh, this is neat. You know, crowdsource feedback. I'm annoyed because I got burned returning a product and I want to leave feedback about it. But what we started to realize is, okay, well, how do we get people to keep coming back? And how do we bring out that human desire to cooperate and solve problems? Because, you know, at a fundamental, uh, fundamental level, I think everybody wants to do that. Yeah. In other words, you want to start this conversation with with everybody out there saying, "Look, you know, I'm the small business owner. I don't I don't know have all the answers. Come to me and help me. Come to this site and help me solve these problems and make it make the business work." Mm-hmm. And I think if you're honest with your customers about that, they actually they they, they love it. And and we obviously we see this every day, you know, mm-hmm. the people that do use IdeaScale. Um someone will submit a piece of feedback and something as simple as the the business owner saying, "Hey, that's a great idea. I just implemented it. We'll get it out next week." You know, and then the issue will mark as as resolved. And and it is just so exciting to see that. I mean, just mm. that basic human um, emotion of of solving the problem. Uh, you know, people people just love that. So 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 that's that's actually where I see crowdsourcing going. Again, is trying to trying to get people coming back. Mm. And uh, part of that component too, I think is the, the user interface for the application. You know, yeah. I, I just voted on one idea. I just submitted an idea. Oh, well, what other ideas are there? Um, maybe I could leave some feedback for that. And, you know, and we'll probably talk about this further, but mm. um, another component too is, is tracking people uh, mm-hmm. around their behavior. So, you know, I might earn a badge for submitting a certain number of ideas um, that's going to make me more likely to come back the next time. Definitely. Does that make sense? It does. Absolutely. Absolutely makes sense. And, and what yeah. I liked as well about the, uh, like, like the user interface, it's really, you know, if a lot of people are using the social media platforms as it were, you know, like your Facebook and your Twitter, and it's kind of similar in that sense, in terms of the ease of using it and, and the freedom of which you can post whatever is on your mind and get it out there. I really like that ease mm-hmm. of use, mm-hmm. if, you, if you like. Yeah, and, and it's funny, uh, you say whatever's on your mind. Yeah. I, I think um, <laughs> what, one thing that I'm sure a lot of your listeners are probably going to ask mm-hmm. is, you know, what, what do I do when I have a, 
an IRA customer. Yes, that's um, because ask, obviously with IdeaScale, I've I've <laughs> I've brought I brought that IRA customer in front of every other IRA or not every IRA customer, but every other customer. Excuse me, yeah. and it, it can be challenging, but I think that. It, it again brings it back to that that reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody that's running a business is going to have someone that's upset, sure. and you know, the sooner you get good at responding to that customer, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that being said, there are a lot of tools within Idea Scale to to moderate that discussion. Sure. Um, you know, we can you can take a you can take an idea private and and discuss that idea with the customer uh, on their own. Um, that's actually one of the biggest suggestions we have. Um, and, and, you know, another thing, this is just an operational thing has nothing to do with the tool, but, you know, call up the customer. A lot of times people can solve problems a lot faster if you just pick up the phone and talk to the person. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, and, and, and one, one other final piece of advice is, uh, a lot of times the IT people, the techie people are mm-hmm. foisted with having to be the moderators of these communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we 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 highly suggest that you know have someone have someone with some marketing skill or some communication skill be the person that's actually the moderator. The tool isn't that hard to use. You don't need a a, a programmer or a techie to be that moderator. So that makes sense. Um, yeah. 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 And on that point, uh, Rob, can you actually have more than one mod- moderator? Does the system allow you to set up? Let's say. You know, yeah, we have we have plans that allow uh, that allow uh, additional moderators. Okay. Cool. We'll, we'll touch on the plans mm-hmm. uh, a little while. Now, I just want to come back sure. to um, something I picked on the website where, you know, I was really intrigued to uh, read on and see that IdeaScale, this very tool we're talking about, has been used by a number of big organizations, you know, Xerox, Red Hat, Microsoft, mm-hmm. as well as some big government departments. And I think even the Obama administration have used this. So this yeah. shows that, you know, it's got that um, scale, if you like. But what would you say for typically a lot of my listeners, they're really, you know, quite small to medium sized businesses. Is it still a suitable tool? Oh, most definitely. And actually, uh, you know, being in the the SaaS software business for so long, there there is this this subtlety that gets me really excited Mm. uh, about our industry. And it's it's that, you know. Since, since it's a, since it's multi-tenant software, since anyone can kind of exist in the cloud, uh, we don't really have to differentiate between a large enterprise customer and a small business. That's true. Um, to, to, to us, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Obviously, exactly. you know, if you're the White House, we have to deal with some traffic and things like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, but the, the beauty is that we spend all our time improving the software for the big players at the advantage of the small business. And we, and you'll notice in our pricing model, we we've accounted for that appropriately. Mm -hmm. So if you're a small business, uh, you can start out on our free plan. Um, and if you grow and you're successful, you can always upgrade if you need more features. So it's, it's basically a feature based, uh, pricing model as opposed to a volume based pricing model, Mm. uh, which, which you'll see in a lot of other tools out there. Exactly. And, and talking of the features, I, I I know, and I have, seen that there are quite a lot of uh, really cool features. I just want to touch on two of them, if you if you can just explain yeah, a little bit. Yeah, of course, bit. sure. So the, the, the one I really liked is the easy integration into like mobile applications, you know, like um, I also mentioned the social media networks and also just touch a little bit about the wiki 
functionality of it. So those two features, the integration and um, the wiki part, I found those two to be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, as far as the integration, we, it's funny. Uh, everybody makes a joke about how, oh gosh, my friend spends too much time on Facebook. Yeah. But, you know, as, as a, as a business owner, you have to realize that you, you always have to go where the customers are. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and that's been, that, that's been our mantra with the, the integration piece. I like um, the way you put that. You I know, really if, do. If I, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if everybody's going to Facebook, well, I need an idea scale tab on my Facebook page, you know, Absolutely. so we have that. I mean, that, that was kind of the inspiration for that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the same for mobile, uh, you know, we see a certain amount of traffic that's mobile phones. Mm -hmm. So we need to have a mobile optimized version of idea scale. So every idea scale community you create, uh, if you visit that on a mobile phone web browser, it will actually give you a mobile optimized version um, of, of the site, yeah. uh, which, which is great again for small businesses. And, and this is something that the enterprise asked for. Um, but we knew that, you know, a small business could, could, uh, uh benefit from that as well. The, I think an, a couple other features we had talked about, um, previously was the, the ability to hide your identity. Yes. Uh, you yeah. know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, someone wants to leave feedback, uh, without any risk of, uh, repercussion. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times that might be, you know, an internal community. If you have a private uh, commu community within your uh, organization, yeah. um, but also sometimes a customer might not feel comfortable putting in their first name, last name and showing their picture and all that stuff. Um, so they have the option to do that when they when they register for the site. Mm, mm, no, that's awesome. Yeah. OK, so we've referred a couple of times now to the several different packages available now. Um, do you want to just take us through, Rob, what, what is the best way to find out what is available? Just take us through the current packages you have for our listeners who want to test drive some of the free options for a start. Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and as I mentioned before, um, all of our licenses are basically non-volume based. So hmm. um, we give you unlimited ideas, unlimited users and unlimited comments for all these packages. Yeah. Um, and, and we break it down pretty simply. We have our free license, our, our monthly license at $99 a month. Mm -hmm. And then we have an annual license, which is a thousand a year. Sure. Um, so obviously you get a little prepaid discount there if you, if you pay ahead of time. Yeah. Um, within that, uh, you know, probably most of your listeners will be able to use the free license uh, to start out. Mm -hmm. um, and that has all the basic features that we talked about. Uh, you're going to have that Facebook page, the mobile optimized access, mm -hmm. uh, and the ability to create a custom field. Um, so in other words, if you want to ask an additional question uh, on your user registration form mm -hmm. or on the, uh, the idea submission form, you, you can do that uh, using our custom fields tool. Um, and that's also going to include one moderator. And, and again, usually a small business, it's, it's usually one or two people, but that's all you would need there. Mm. Um, and then at any point, uh, the, the nice thing about IdeaScale is you can upgrade any time uh, if you do find a feature that you need that's uh, you know, a little more advanced. Mm. So for example, if you wanted to do like a private, completely private community um, that would be hidden from Google and everybody else unless you registered, um, you could do that with our annual with our annual license. Uh, also, if you needed to do like CSS customization um, or uh, more, more advanced features like attaching files yeah. to each idea, um, that would be in our annual or monthly licenses. Okay, no, that's really good. Like I said, I really, 
you know, the, that free free one, the starter one, it's fully loaded. I mean, it's it's almost operating at, at full throttle, if I can say that. <laughs> we, you know, we find that the, you know, in with Question Pro, our survey business, mm-hmm. uh, an online survey tool is pretty household at this point. Everybody knows what an online survey tool is, and there's about four different big name vendors out there. But but something like IdeaScale is is new to people. They're not really sure what it is. Mm. Um, I mean, what would I tell you? Is it crowd crowdsource feedback? Yeah. You know, it, it it doesn't quite have that household name yet. Mm. Um, and we find that, like I said before, we're very customer focused, customer centric. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually need free users because we need that those ideas and those feedback okay. um, as much as possible. So. That's why we're kind of addicted to free in a weird way. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. It, it really works well yeah. both ways. It's a win-win. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Rob, awesome. So as, as we start to wrap up now, I just want to wanna also just talk a little bit about the use of your product within a corporate setup because, you know, not all our listeners are having their own business. Some people are, you know, working in organizations that are as big as like the Xeroxes and the Microsofts that we've talked about. And there is quite mm-hmm. a, a different use within a, a company uh, setup, the way, the way I look at it, because you could really use it as your idea generation and idea management tool to fuel your lean or Six Sigma programs or any of your continuous improvement programs. So do you have any examples right. of, of um, I mean, apart from the ones we've mentioned, and how have corporates actually used your product internally? It would be great to quote some specific examples if you can at this stage, yeah? Um. I have a ton. And actually, if you go to our website and click yeah. on resources, um, we have a few case studies um, uh, on that exact uh, example. Yeah, uh, I'm on it. So I can, include, yeah, I can include the link in the show notes. That's great. One that comes to mind is the uh, the Department of Veteran Affairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a huge project with them. They think it was about 300,000 of their employees. Um, and it was a two-month idea campaign. And it was kind of treated like a contest in a way. So the top 15 ideas were vetted by a panel of judges. Uh, and then I think five of those ideas were picked to actually get funded. A lot of them were cost-saving ideas, uh, different ideas on how to improve the workplace. And, and they did a lot of really fun things. They, they picked like a celebrity panel of judges. So it was not only Secretary Shinseki, Mm. Um, but also Craig Newmark from Craigslist and a few other luminaries. Um, and some of the prizes were like, you know, lunch with Craig, Craig Newmark, you wow. know? Uh, so it, it was really neat. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, that, and that's the thing I actually didn't even mention is we do have an enterprise package as well for mm. larger companies. Um, you can contact our sales team and they can kind of walk you through how that works. Sure. Um, but as an aside, it, it's actually really funny. You know, a lot of these tools are first brought to the attention of management by um, people within the company, employees within the company that have tried this out on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually where we get a lot of our referrals okay. um, to our enterprise package. You know, somebody in accounting creates an idea scale community and collects feedback among their colleagues. Uh, you know, quick and easy, set it up with a free license. And then, you know, they bring it to their boss and say, you know, hey, check this out. We should do this, you know. Mm. Um, and, and, and like I said, that, that, that is the best thing ever because basically I'm getting, uh, you know, 
people within the company already trying out the tool. They know what they're getting into. Um, And then they, you know, upgrade to to the more advanced features. Fantastic. Now, like I said, I really, really think this fits very nicely with our kind of stuff that we like to cover on here, really innovative ways to look at how best can you improve business and customer feedback is really the essence of any business without a customer you're not in business so it matters what they're saying so just before i let you go rob i just want to end off um by asking you you know as you know on this show it's really all about inspiring entrepreneurs out there to pick up kaizen and continuous improvement uh, by trying out new methods and tools and i always like to find out from people like yourself a couple of things firstly i just want to find out you know what is your personal advice that you would give to some of our listeners who are considering going into business or are in business and are probably finding the the going a little bit tough now what words of inspiration based on your experience would you want to share with our listeners <laughs> oh man uh i have a lot i'll try to i'll try to summarize <laughs> no problem um, my my biggest piece of advice i tell everybody is is learn learn the customer development process um and one of the best books that I've read um, in regards to that is Four Steps to the Epiphany by Stephen Gary Blank. That book really changed my life in a lot of ways. Uh, there's some great pieces of advice in there around learning how to talk to your customers, going outside and actually listening to what people want instead of trying to figure out what they want, um, just sitting at your desk at home. Mm. Um, and that's hard for a lot of people, obviously, but I think that if you spend time doing that, you're more likely to succeed than trying to read people's minds. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, you know, it, it, it's wildly simple, I know, but um, I think that's been the best piece of advice I've ever, I've ever gotten from anybody. Uh, so, so get out there, talk to people, find out what they want, and find out how much they'll pay for it. It's really simple. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. On that note, Rob, I just want to thank you so very much for taking the time out to speak to us here at Smoke Bees Kaizen. And I really want to oh, um, wish you all the very best going forward. I'm definitely going to be uh, keen to follow the idea scale story and uh, test out a lot more of this product. Like I said, I've got my account. It's up and running. And um, I want to you know, actually post it on my uh, website as well just to, to spread oh. spread the news as it were. So thanks a lot, my man. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. You're most welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Cheers.